This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. How to sell your stuff. How to get rid of stuff. Paul Kenny and his son Bogart from Storage Wars Canada are about to unlock the secrets to stuff on Zoomer Radio. What sort of value do they put on your stuff? That depends on how well you sell it as we begin taking your calls on Consignment Heroes, the one-hour phone-in show all about stuff. Welcome to the show. We are live. Good afternoon, and our phone lines are now open. You can give us a call, 416-360-0740. That's 416-360-0740. If you're out of town, it's 100% toll-free, 1-866-740-4740. So this is a call-in show. You can get a free evaluation of... Antiques, comic books, coins, vintage toys, cards, books, gold, silver. I'm running out of ideas, but anything you have that might have value, you can come in and call for a free assessment right now. We're here with Paul Kenny and his son Bogart. They are two of the stars from the hit TV show Storage Wars Canada. They've made a fortune with their knowledge of stuff. They're here to offer you free advice and free assessments on your stuff. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Thank you, Ben. That was a, yeah. Did we ever have a good week this week? We did. Oh, is that right? I had a good week. Yes. If you, we had a great auction yesterday. Okay. It was our best auction ever. Ooh. And I don't know if it's because of the show or just because we're nice guys or the stuff that we had in it, but it was like there was, I was online. A lot of the people were online. They got really good deals. We had people that were very, very happy. We shipped stuff to Norway. To Saskatchewan, um, to Israel. It went everywhere yesterday. But we what do you had... mean? So you went live with an online auction and somebody from Israel says, yeah, ship it to me. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Well, no, because the prices, the prices. There was three ladies yesterday. They bought, I um, uh, shouldn't say, uh, somebody bought some kilo coins, okay? They're kilos right from the Royal oh, Canadian wow. Mint. wow. Cool. $250. Our neighbor, you know, that we're next to another big box store. Uh, another store in the city, sorry, sells these for $2,300 each. They bought them for $1,400 each. Wow. Exact same coins, okay, new in a box with the certificates, right brand new from the mint. And they could say, well, this seems like a good deal. There was another one like a Superman coin that the actual person would went over there, bought, wanted to look buy it for $199. It was in the auction for $70. Okay, wow. so people are saying they see these deals. Like, if you're going to buy, we're having another auction in two weeks on the 29th of October, and we're going to be talking about it. But if you're buying like old coin, if you've got a coin collector in your family, or if you've got um, uh, someone who wants to buy the Royal Canadian Mint product, you would be crazy to buy them from the Royal Canadian Mint. I don't know if I can say that, but because our prices were <laughs> like, I have some, um, the great hair, they're selling for $109. Your great hair? No, it's a great hair. It's a hair like a. It's a rabbit. Oh, okay. It's, okay. It's yeah, a, you lost me too. Yeah. yeah okay. Okay. Lost okay. Sorry. It's a it's a coin of a rabbit. Now okay. I don't collect rabbits either, but some people collect rabbits or hares. 
This one was selling. We sold for $51 yesterday. And from the mint, it would have cost you 129 Okay? Hey, that's pretty so good. So this is like where I'm, you know what, every week I tell you about comparing? Mm. I say about comparing if you're going to sell something. Like if you're going to sell your gold ring or you're going to sell your coins, always go to two places. And you should usually take the higher price. If you're going to buy something, you should compare. So if something is 129 or 5172, okay, I would buy the item at 5172 if the both products are exactly the same. Yeah. We don't give any collector points out or any of that weirdo stuff, okay? <laughs> we just give out good product, brand new in a box, ready for you to collect or to give as a gift. And this is the same product that you're seeing advertised on TV. You're seeing them advertised at the Mint. There's nothing wrong with it. It's just less expensive. So is the auction that you guys had all online, or was it also people in store oh, making no, auctions? Had... Like, how do you take part? For someone who goes, I, this sounds interesting. What Can I go there and put up my hand? And somebody goes, hey, but, 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 $200, hey, but, 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 $250. Is that happening? That's exactly what happens, but it's... A little clearer than that. Well, well yeah. My, I, my I, dad's I, the guy going, There is a skill there, by the way. I think <laughs> yeah, there is a skill and but and pointing out the right people. But it is yeah, no, the stuff you could buy it on buy it, we set out everything in the store, so you can see exactly what you're buying. Yeah. And but most of the action was online. People were online. They're sitting at home, clicking buttons, and uh, for the next three days we're gonna be shipping out pride. But there was some really good deals like Something on the sacred teachings done by the Mint, a really nice ser- series on truth, order, meeting, all that. Well, they sell them for $110, and they were selling in the auction for $50. Wow. Plus, no, plus 15%. You got, and there's no tax. If it's, a, if it's a solid silver product, we don't charge tax, just like everyone that's else. That's a big gimme. Yeah, no, no. That's, you're buying actual silver, or like I say, if you want to come in and just buy a gold bar, there's no tax on it. You buy it for a spot right now, say, is uh, $1,630, and it'll be costing our $40 on top of that, or $50 on top of Standard that. stuff, though, yeah. Yeah, no, but we are less expensive. I, it's always amazing. If we're 50 cents an ounce cheaper than another store that's in our vicinity. Oh, here we go. Here we yeah, go yeah, again. yeah. <laughs> if there's another store in our vicinity, like, no, no, but you should compare. If it's 50 cents and you buy 500, that's $250 you're spending less. The yes. exact same silver bar uh, coins, they're all silver maples. We sell them at $3.50 over spot. And if spot goes up, we charge more. If it goes down, we charge a little less. But it's the exact same silver. So why, if you pay more for it, doesn't make it worth more. Correct. A lot yes. of people don't know this, right? Did you breathe that whole time that you were talking? He's excited. I'm There's excited. an auction. Yeah. Yesterday was a really big day. Like we had our best auction ever. This is what you want to have. And the the con, the consigner, and this is an auction. Some stuff that we bought, we paid more than our competitors paid for it. The, and the people who consigned, we sold two one thousand dollar bills yesterday. Really? So what year did when? When was the last year they made thousand dollar bills in nineteen eighty eight? And that was it, eh? Yeah. Wow. Fifty four. But they they sold. They were perfectly mint, and they were sequential in number. Oh, that's got to add some value. No, right? no, it adds some value. And this is where. If people have this stuff at home, but that's why you have to ask us about We'll tell you, yes, if you've got 10 sequential bills, they are worth this much more. 
Uh, phone lines okay. are lighting up. You're listening to Consignment Heroes on Zuma Radio. We are live. Our phone number is 416-360-0740. Again, 416-360-0740. You can call in for a free evaluation of any collectible, maybe an heirloom you've had for years or generations in your family. Call in now to get a real-time assessment of what it might be worth in today's market. If you're out of town, the phone number is one 866 Bogart, were you working at the auction on yesterday? <laughs> Because I know you're sick. I know we had to drag him in here today. He almost spilled his coffee everywhere. (laughs) Yeah, we almost lost him there. (laughs) He didn't come in, and my wife didn't come in. She had a writer's and editor's network meeting. She writes books. So busiest day ever, you're all alone. Okay, listen, I was sick. I'm still sick. You're just lucky I'm here today, okay? Okay. But my wife doesn't, he doesn't show up. My wife is uh, doing this thing. She's she's written a book. Oh, really? She wants me to plug this net, Writers net, Editors Network. Writers or, Editors Network. It's something that they just encourage people. Everyone's got a book inside them, and they want people to go out and just... Uh, I don't have a book inside me. You might. No. You, you might. might. You no, might. No, no, I, I'm sure I'd feel it. A parenting book, maybe. Who knows? A parenting book. Okay. Uh, let's go to our first caller. It's going to be Sharon near London. Sharon, welcome to Consignment Heroes. What have you got? Uh, yes, I've got this um, different-looking lamp. Um, it's uh, it's heavy metal, and it's a monkey sitting cross-legged, and he's wearing kind of like a fez hat, and it's all a, a, the same color, all brown gold color. And at the top of the hat are these great big kind of leaves coming down over. Okay. I Is like it? it already. Yeah. And he's holding, like he's sitting cross-legged, and he's holding this little tray. And um, where I bought it, they said, well, that's supposed to be a bedside lamp, and you put your coins or jewelry on this little tray and the monkey's only about eight or nine inches tall and the tray's about three inches wide so now is it made out of brass or just a white metal well, how heavy is it it's heavy so i don't know what it's made of i can't find a mark on it or anything no maker's mark at all not made in usa anything um and the bottom it's kind of like a felt pad kind of thing so i can't see if there's anything on the bottom Yeah, without a picture, but like those kind of things are very desirable because it's small, fits in a condo rather than a house, and it's something like that um, would probably fetch $100, $150 just because of the look and someone likes monkeys and likes to put next, it's probably about from about 1910. Oh. I would, without seeing it, it's hard for me to say, but it's like it's electrified, right? Yes, it plugs in, yeah. Plugs in. And they were very popular before the war, between uh, 1910 and 1930. Oh, okay. And it was a monkey. It's, they, sometimes they had um, uh, elephants, the different <clears throat> animals. Hey, Sharon. Yes? Stay on the line. We're going to put you on hold, and uh, one of the technical producers is going to give you a number so that you can text us a picture of it, and then we can actually we get your eyes yeah. on it there, Paul. Okay, uh, so you think it would be, be between 100 and 150? Well, we want to see it first yeah, before okay. we start promising money, right? Is all that right. fair to say? Does yeah. it have any other friends, other monkeys, or other nice lamps like that? Uh, that's the only one I've got. Okay. Okay, okay. Well, hold on, the, yard sale, so. hold on the line for one second. We'll get you to text in a photo of this, uh, was it a monkey lamp or bedside table? I was going to say, yeah. is it a monkey lamp? That sounds awesome. <laughs> I, know, I, I know. want a monkey lamp. But I do want to go to our next caller, who is Julie in North York. Julie, how are you? Hello. Hi, Julie. Pretty good. Okay, um, I was a waitress many, many years ago, 
and I, I was uh, serving the head table, and it was Ronald Reagan, and I have his autograph. You served Ronald Reagan? Yes, and that was when he was governor of California. Wow. What did he order? I don't know, but I used to, I had to wear white gloves for every different you know different thing I served. Wow! Okay. So you have his autograph? Yes, on the on the menu that 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 day that I served. Yes. Something like that. Ronald Reagan's no longer making autographs, but Ronald Reagan a presidential autograph. Most of them are done by auto pen, so that you got it in person. Yes, I have it in person. Yeah, because most of them, if you send away. Uh, they're done by auto pen. No, or, no. Or when I was serving him, I asked him for his autograph, and he wrote it right on the menu. Yeah, we're with you. Yeah, something like that. A president like that'll be three to four hundred dollars. And it was a menu up here in Canada, or was it in the United States? Pardon? Were you serving him in Canada? I was serving him at the Holiday Inn. Where? In uh, on Dixon Road. Wow. Okay. Well, he's governor too. He's not even president yet. Yeah, it'd be better if he's president. No, I'm talking Ronald Reagan. Yes. We, we're, we're with you, yes. Yeah. No, an item like that, just with him being up here and there would have been limited amounts of autographs, is probably going to, you'd probably be able to get four to $500, but you'd have to get it authenticated, even though you know it's real, and I probably know it's real when I look at it. To sell it, you'd probably have to get it authenticated, which we can do. What they do is they slap it. They put it in plastic, and they verify it to be his actual autograph. Mm-hmm. And it, but being on the menu adds a local t- um, touch to it. That's great, and I'm sure this could be easily sold in Toronto. For how much? Four to five hundred dollars yeah. was the oh, quote. Really? Well, no, it's just you know I was the waitress and I just asked him and he said sure, so he wrote it right down on the menu. Let me ask you something because we always see it on TV, you know, many many shows like Storage Wars Canada, but they go, oh, we need somebody to authenticate it, and then a guy quickly comes over with a laptop and goes, yeah, it's legit, or oh, this is bogus, you yeah. know. Uh, what is that? Is that process that easy? Are there literally people that are roving around that can come authenticate a signature for you? Yes, there's there's companies in the United States, and they've got a lot of samples to go with, and they will, when they give their authentication for it, it's that's the easiest way to sell it. Yeah, but. Uh, they are not foolproof. And the hardest ones are the rock and rollers because they're always <laughs> under this, some influence. Yeah, this is Keith Richards. We, conf- we confirm when he's on heroin, he signs it like this. <laughs> when he's on cocaine, it looks more like this. Yeah, that's, must be a whole list. Uh, yeah, and I'm glad you said that, not me, but okay. <laughs> Wait, so Julie, so you might have a piece worth four to $500, but you know what? It, it's funny. When I hear a story like this, I go, well, I know the perfect person for that autograph. It'd be you. Are you willing to part with something like that? Well, my, my, my son always says, Mom, can I have it so I can frame it and put it by my bar? <laughs> That's cool. Someone will know <laughs> where the I bar is. I still have it. It's been, in an, it's been in an envelope for all these years, and I, I took it out from the bank, and I thought, oh, my God, I still have this. Julie, if I were you, I'd put some money into it. I'd try to get a photo from that year or somewhere around that month when he signed that. Yes. I'd put some of the details on that he signed it while he was governor of California, while he was in Toronto, maybe even a picture of the restaurant that was there. All of that, I'd put it all on a big board. And I mount it if you want, but obviously if you yeah. get it authenticated as well, you're talking about a much, much more uh, marketable package. Yeah, well, it's just like a, a, you know, like a menu that you open up, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but still, it would show, like, you know, it has the provenance that it's from Toronto and Dixon Road area. You used to work there, all those wonderful things. Great piece, though. 
And it, you know, like it's, uh, it's all what they ate that day and everything, you know. Yeah, I'm curious what he ate that day. We don't have that answer yet. Okay, <laughs> but stay on the line. Thank you so much. We are going to go to uh, Marie in Kitchener. Marie, how are you? This rainy day. <laughs> but we needed this two months ago. But anyway, what can you do? Oh, the rain. Oh, well, should we blow off some steam about the traffic in Toronto this morning? Oh, my goodness. So I traveled roughly, I don't know, 11 kilometers to work today, and it took me 67 minutes. That's how bad it was with the Toronto Waterfront Marathon. I think we did eight U-turns. Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah, totally. I ended up all, you know, coming from basically Queen Street, I ended up just north of Dundas trying to make my way across the city. It was was crazy, craziness. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so what do you got, Marie? I have a little bank that my, I received uh, from the family after my grandmother passed away. And that was a long time ago. I'm 76 years old now. And it's shaped like a bank. It's iron. It's very dark brown. It's iron, and it looks like a house, windows and uh, roof on it. And it's held together by a pin that goes through from the front to the back. It's actually in two pieces, but there is a place to put your money in. When did you uh, get receive this from your grandmother? Um, Let's see. I would have been, um, uh, it would have been maybe 1945, because okay. I was living with her, actually, when she passed away, and uh, these banks were... 1940, or 1946, five, 45 yeah. or 46. Was there any money in it, in uh, the bank? No, <laughs> no. Oh, no. yeah, the value of the old coins, if anything from right. that. Yeah, Straight yeah. to the money, that's all you think about. No, yes, yes, somebody probably took those out, those coins out. But uh, obviously, it didn't hold much money. They didn't have much money to save in those days, I guess. No. But um, these are popular. Back in uh, about eighteen eighty through about nineteen ten twenty, they'd made them all figural. They made them in figures, like you'd have a um, uh, a baseball player, and he hits the coin into the bank. You had ones that are shaped like banks. Certain banks, if they have um, a local name on them, they might be Bank of Toronto. Goes for money, goes for about six, seven hundred dollars. Wow, really? Bigger, yeah. The cast iron, but unfortunately, a lot of them have been reproduced over the years again. But if you bought it, if you received it back in '45, it's probably your grandmother had it in 1910. It's probably authentic. Yeah. The screw will be a will be a flat screw usually, not and uh, it'll be. I'd have to see it. But there should be a little bit of corrosion on the inside. It'll be finished on the outside. But a lot of these banks, between $100 and $300, if it's just generic. And if they've got a name to it or a maker's mark to it, it can go up from there because people do collect them. Okay. Wait, Marie, can you confirm any of those things? Um, well, there's no name on it because it's a house and it's not not a bank. Oh, it's a house. Okay. It's a house. It's a house with a nice, even, you know, detailed... Um, Shingles on the roof and um, okay. a door and windows. Wait, so we want to see it. So we're also going to put you on hold and ask that you text us a photo of this thing. Oh, okay. Hold, oh, okay. hold, on, hold yeah. on one second. Okay. Wait, okay. Are, you, are you telling me I can buy a house for $300? Very small house. That's I, right. I can fit in a small house. I'm okay with that. <laughs> Let's go to Rudy in Toronto. Rudy. Welcome Hi. to Consignment Heroes. You are live. Hi, how are you all? Good, good. Yeah, yeah um, I just have a few uh, soapstone carvings, those black uh, carvings, and um, I'm wondering if uh, anybody is uh, interested in buying those those and uh, where I, I could uh, sell them because I don't need them anymore. <coughs> uh, if it's an igloo, a bear, other animals, so on, are they uh, 
No, Soapstone is still, it was very collectible again in the 60s. Yeah. And uh, it, it all comes down to the size, the signature of the carver, and the quality of the carving. And they can, I've seen them go up to seven, eight thousand dollars and I've really? seen them go for $25 because rock is not that hard to come by sometimes. Oh, uh, but okay, I have I to see them. This I is haven't noticed any signatures on, on them. Uh, what size are they generally? Four what, to five inches? What or? size? Uh, yeah, some four or five inches, and I have a, a larger one of, a, of an igloo with some uh, Inuit people around it. Uh, that's about, uh, maybe that's about nine or ten inches wide. They made a lot of them because it's like tourist wear, that, but if it's done by a certain artist and signed, all your money's in the signature. All your money's in the signature on these because a lot of them copied and, and they use, they're very generic in shape, but if you got the right signature on it and it's a polar bear and he's killing a, a seal, um, you can be in luck. Oh, and, and who would uh, authenticate the signature? I mean, who would uh, be aware of what the signature is? That is something you bring into the shop. We would take a look at it. You can call us. You might have to leave it for a couple of days because it takes some work. And But be prepared for bad news if we can't find the signature. Okay. <laughs> sure. All right. Are, are any uh, books from the 1940s and 50s uh, valuable? I have uh, quite a few in the nice uh, hardcover volumes from, from that uh, if you've got books that are uh, medical and not general medical, they can be worth money. No, Anything to do with novels. sports, cars, planes, and automobiles, that type of thing. Anything that is, uh, would be have interest today and bring people back. Books still do sell. Mm -hmm. But we have to, um, we, like I say, if you have 20 books, maybe one's really good, but that pays for the rest of the books. That's the best way to put it. So, Rudy, thank you for your phone call, but there's one. You make a day of it. You know, you pack up your car with some yep. of those materials that have been lying around the house, old books, figurines, or soapstone carvings. Head up to your store, 10,341 Young Street, and go into the store that has Paul and Bogart's face on the exterior sign. Because you guys are sort of, you, you, guys have, you guys are right next to another big box store, similar type of business. Yes. And you guys are slowly turning into the Hatfields and the McCoys, according to me. That's what I think is happening there. Okay, before we go any further, I just want to make this clear. If I get a soapstone of a polar bear and I sign it, will it be worth something? No, <laughs> you have to get it signed by the person who carved it. What if I knew the polar bear personally? No, no, this is not helping. You're not <laughs> helping right now. Maybe. I mean, hey, listen, See, you right? are a celebrity. You I, could I, add value to an otherwise piece of junk. Innovator here. Okay, innovator. <laughs> No, we're here to help people sell. That's why it has so much value, because I'm not a carver, and that's what makes it so unique. It's Art Nouveau at that point. Right, is what exactly. Happens. It's like yes. New Blanche or something. Yes. Okay. So you, we are live. You are listening to Consignment Heroes on Zoomer Radio. You can call in now for a free evaluation of anything you might think might have value, an antique, a collectible, an old piece of furniture, whatever you think might be of interest or might have gone up in value. Comic books, very popular one. Books in general. Old newspaper clippings of comic books. You touched yes. on that the other day. You say that's, yeah. that's a market that sort of picked up steam in recent days. People are trying to recapture their childhood at vastly inflated prices. No, well, whatever it takes. That's what it is. And they're, they're recapturing um, history. And that's what the comics were. They're bringing you back to a different time. And some of these people, there's people around to collect some. Everybody collects <laughs> something. They don't always admit it. But... People collect the comics, they collect the strips, they collect the, the like a Superman number one just sold for a million dollars. Aye, aye, aye. That's real, what is that's, going on sorry, in the that world? that was a million U.S. 
Wow. You know. So a million three here. A million three. No, but we have, like I say, you have to bring, you need people like us to tell you which is the dollar comic and which is the million dollar comic. And that's what we do. We actually do, um, another service we have is we will go to your house and we will, um, if you're shrinking down, say you're going to move. You've mm. this house, you're going to go move to a condo. We can help you with that. We can get rid of all the stuff you're not going to take to the condo. We also want to talk about estate sales after estate a quick sales. break, but you are listening to Consignment Heroes. We are live in studio with two of the stars of Storage Wars Canada, Paul Kenny and his son Bogart. If you have an item you'd like to get assessed, you can call in right now. It's absolutely free, and the number is 416-360-0740. That's 416-360-0740. Your collection of old coins is worth exactly what someone is willing to pay for it. The highest paid prices for old silver coins and gold jewelry are at Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins. So the only number you should have in your head is this one. 905-737-GOLD. Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins buys and sells. So what does a bar of bullion go for these days? Wrong question. What's it going for right now? For up-to-the-minute prices, call 905-737-GOLD. Estates have a sentimental value and a real value. Which one do you think sells? An estate appraisal by Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins is valued for the honesty and experience of Paul and Bogart, who always arrive with three options. They'll buy it from you, sell it for you, or tell you what the estate is worth. And their live online auction, held every month, is a great way to sell on consignment. Need an estate appraised? There's really only one choice. Call 905-737-GOLD. Welcome back to Consignment Heroes on Zoomer Radio. We are live this cloudy, partially rainy Sunday afternoon, but we are here to keep you entertained and also give you free assessments on all your antiques and collectibles, gold and silver coins, all sorts of different things. We are in studio with Paul Kenny and his son, Bogart. Back to the phone lines. Let's go to Gladys in Brampton. Gladys, good afternoon. Hello, how are you? Good, how are you doing? Oh, I'm good, thanks. I have a gold pocket watch that was presented to my late husband's grandfather for 25 years of service with the Teton Company in 1938. Sorry, the which company? Teton's. 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 Teton Company. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, Teton. I haven't heard that expression, yeah. Okay, oh, great. Okay. Um, and it's in working condition. <clears throat> wow. Mm-hmm. They gave a lot of these. A lot of people work for Eaton's. Um, they still sell, uh, but probably the gold in the watch is going to be worth more than the watch. Yes, yes. That's what's going to happen with this, because they did, Eaton's uh, gave these away for 25 years, 50 years, even 60 years. Of working for the company, That's and right. they uh, it was a heavy gauge. The gold filled ones are you might as well sell them as souvenirs of Eaton's. And because Eaton's is no longer with us, there's not as many collectors. It used to be selling to other people who worked there. We wanted to get the 25 year watch and didn't oh, stick I for 25 okay. years. <laughs> oh, to commemorate their time. Yeah, but yeah. what would what's the gold value? The gold what, what was it? 14, 10 karat gold? Do we know? Probably 18, right? No, it's probably going to be 14 karat gold, and it'll probably be five, six hundred, seven hundred dollars. If it depends, if it's a hunter case with a gold face on it. Yes, that's right. And there are going to be some of them up to nine hundred dollars. But what we actually do with this is we actually take the works out of it and weigh the gold for you. 
and oh, we'll I say, see. here's what it weighs, and here's how much we'll pay. And um, some people just write, because you won't be able to, it's, gonna, it's harder right now to get someone to pay $1,100 for an Eaton's collectible mm. because Eaton's not with us. They have a lot of these watches, and we melt them. We get about once a month we get them in. Really? And they're different sizes, women, or depending on how high up you were or I guess how much your boss liked you that day because they had different qualities. Sometimes it would be 10 carat, 14, and once in a while we've had an 18 carat one. Really, Gladys, would it be stamped? Could she see on it right yeah, now? Yeah, it'll say inside, it'll say uh, 583, or it'll say 14 carat, or it'll say 750. Uh, you know, I can't, I, I, I have it in my safety deposit box, Oh. and I don't have it with me right at the moment, but the trouble is it's engraved too, so it wouldn't, you know, it wouldn't, mean, it wouldn't mean anything to anybody else. Yeah, no, see, this is just, it'll come down to its gold value, and then you, um, you can sell it and take a nice little vacation. Um, well, that, that's true. That's I was just going to su- suggest the same thing. I mean, you see, even today, I think they said the, we're like 10 degrees above the normal temperature for this time of year. Everyone's probably thinking vacation. You might have a quick little week off somewhere there. <laughs> Can I run one, one other thing by yes. you? Uh, for our 25th wedding anniversary, I bought my husband a silver bar. Okay. 25 ounces. Ooh. Who made it, you know? What is it worth now? Uh, at this very moment, he's uh, using his calculator. No, it's twenty-two ninety-six per ounce times twenty-five. Twenty-two ninety-six. <laughs> well, I've, I follow it online, and it's only about seventeen dollars. No, that's U.S. Yeah, don't look at U.S. dollars. Oh, okay, okay. I didn't realize that. Oh, great. So I have you around five hundred seventy-five dollars. Yeah. Oh, okay. And but this was a bad week for silver. Yeah, and yes, but, you're right. It was because it was up to well, twenty dollars U.S. at the beginning of the week of last week. Twenty-five. I have a question. Was because certain bars. This is why I ask people to bring them in, give us their sec, allow us to make a second opinion. If you have an Engelhart twenty-five ounce bar, it can be worth more than the price of silver as collectible because you bought this a long time ago for your husband or well, at I JM. I bought it in uh, let's see, fifty-seven and twenty-five. So what, what was that? 82? 82. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. It's got some time value, too, because that would have been right after the collapse, you yeah. know, the last big surge of silver prices, right? Something like this, even before you were selling it, you can send a picture into our website. We have a website, and it's sales at torontogoldsilver.com, and you can send us off a picture, or any, anyone who's got any kind of inquiries that don't get us on the show today, and they actually have a picture of something they want to send us, there's no problem at all. I actually look at them. And it's sales and at torontogoldsilver.com. Sales and, at torontogoldsilver.com. Yeah. Okay, that's great. Okay, I'll, I'll make a note of that. Yeah, because okay. it, you might have a better bar than just what he just quoted you on the price, but it's now, at you, least you worth that like much. Twenty-two fifty. Yeah, it's worth at least that much per ounce. Okay. And it could be better if it's a collectible bar. Okay? That's great. Thank you so much. Well, you're, you're even saying even the size, 25 ounces, that's a rare measurement. Yeah, that would be unusual. No, 25 is an unusual size. It's usually 20 or 50. All right, let's go to, we're going to go to John in Toronto. John in Toronto, welcome to Consignment Heroes. You are live on Zoomer Radio. Thank you so much, and uh, good day to you. Good day. Thank you. I have um, a set of six liqueur glasses which were given to me um, uh, when I came out of the Air Force in 1961. And they belonged to a fellow um, a fellow corporal 
who was with me in the Air Force, um, he didn't want them. His mother had died, and apparently the mother's uh, mother, so the grandmother to my buddy, uh, had passed them down. There's six uh, glasses. They have a blue base. Um, they're not very uniform. They don't stand up properly, so I don't know whether they're handmade. <laughs> Are they made out of silver or, gla or crystal? They're made out of glass, and okay. um, they have a gold rim, a thick gold rim at the top. The, the, the lower inch and a quarter is, is blue, a see-through blue, nice blue color. About four and a half inches tall, very slim. Um, now, the unfortunate part is I've just opened them up after many, many years in the box, and I see one has cracked, one has broken. But there's six in all, or five. <laughs> Glass used to be much more collectible than it is now, especially if it has no signature. Uh, is there a name on the bottom? Who manufactured the glasses or on the box? No, there's no. I've I've looked at them very carefully. There's no uh, scrutinising. There's no um, no name, no brand, no, nothing on them except a little picture. I believe they're Italian. Yeah, pictures, the, the, the souvenir wear. This on this here, I would just uh, have a shot and enjoy them for what they're made for. Have a drink on them with them. <laughs> Fair enough. Let's go to our next caller. It's going to be John in Belleville. John, welcome to Consignment Heroes. Uh, yes, I have two books from the 1600s, one on Latin English Dictionary by Francis Golding, and the other one is a play by the Reverend Thomas Pierce. I think it's the first edition written in the time, I think, of Cromwell. Are they and printed? Then I've, uh, I was featured on the uh, CBC TV show called Four Rooms, okay. and I have a writing crop from that I took to that show. They were most interested in. It's uh, made from an elephant's penis. That's oh. useful. Okay, I'm not going to be taking any ride soon with that. Okay, on um, the how books. did they determine that was worthy of making something out of? I've, there's a lot of history there. Yeah. Yeah. What did they say about the riding crop? What is it worth? Did they give you a valuation for that? They uh, follow the auctioneer from Montreal offered me $400. But I decided I was going to give it to my grandson, but then my grandson and I aren't speaking now. So I thought <laughs> I would keep it. But <laughs> I don't uh, ride a horse anymore. So In the world of bizarre that. items, that's got to be right up there. That's, that's, that's something I wouldn't give to my grandson. Um, on this case here... Because it was on, if it was on the show Four Rooms, that actually adds a little provenance to it and actually adds a little bit of notoriety, whether it was bought or not bought. And someone out there is thinking right now who's listening to the show wants that riding crop. I don't know if they'd pay you 400 Paul, that looked good over the register in your store, I got to tell you. It would be something... Just ask me what this is made out of. Just ask <laughs> yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, on the books... The books, uh, there's a very defined market on those. And back in the 1600s, I'd actually have to do some research on that. And that is something that be, you're welcome to send off to our website, uh, sales at Toronto Gold Silver. No, I wanted to bring that in. I want to see that. The riding crop? The yeah. riding crop. Yeah. That sounds like an interest. I'm surprised they wouldn't use that. That must have been an interesting interview with them, with the people from Four Rooms. <laughs> Yeah, it caused them a lot of laughter. I must say, <laughs> it's doing pretty good here. No. Yeah, well, it started because like, you got to like, uh, how do they, how do they go? Well, you know what? I need a quality riding crop. This switch I just broke didn't work. It doesn't work in leather. 
Let's try, like, how far down the list did they discover that? Hey, there's an elephant lying there. Yeah, let's, yeah, exactly, exactly. Like, let's not use this who trunk. Who would ever think that to turn that into a crop? All right. Oh. I would send pictures off, and um, <laughs> it'd be something. Actually, you know something? The more I'm thinking about something, I would buy. Yeah. I won't tell my wife. No, I would buy com- this. He was controller for Shallow Island then as well, and he traveled on a tanker to Singapore and places like that. I think that's where he bought it. But uh, used to hang on the wall of our home in Venezuela and uh, got a few chuckles every now and then. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, it's a conversation piece for the store. It'd be nice to have it come in there and maybe stay for a while. Thanks for your phone call, John. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. We're going to go to Bill in Tilsonburg. Bill, welcome to Consignment Heroes on Zuma Radio. You are live. Yeah, thanks very much, you guys. You're in tobacco land there. You should be out uh, harvesting right now, shouldn't you? No. Well, yeah, there's a lot of tobacco. I think they're getting it in right about now. What does that yeah. even mean? Pardon me? I don't it's even know what that time. means. Tobacco? Oh. No, I know tobacco. I don't know what you're talking about. He's talking about harvesting something. In Tilsonburg. Harvesting tobacco, yeah. Oh, I see. Delhi, Tilsonburg. Go ahead, yeah. sir. Anyhow, I got this uh, penny nickel. I picked it out of change. It's BU. Back okay. in 97, and I'm almost afraid to take it to any one of you guys <laughs> okay. to, uh, you know, get a price on it. And it's an error coin. Wait, stop. You, you lost me both. It's a penny nickel. Help me out. What are you guys talking about? Okay, it's a nickel stamped on a penny planchet. Oh, the wrong planchet? Yep. Yeah. Okay. 1996. It's BU, and I picked it out of change. I got it in change okay. in 97 of November. Yep. Now something like that. There's this is a case of where you have to get two or three opinions. Yeah. Because some people they'll uh, um, are experts in some kind of coins and not others. Uh, the error coins. There is a, a small group of people who collect exactly what you're saying. That stuff that's yep. on the wrong planchet. Yeah. And it'll all depend on exactly what it looks for at the looks like, how attractive it is at the time as well. Oh yeah. People or or if they have one already. Yeah. And this is a case of you can't, if you don't sell it to the first dealer, get two or three opinions. Yeah. And this is where uh, this advice is so good. And like we're, ne- we're right next to another um, coin shop where we are in 10,341 Young Street. Right. You can go there. You can che- check it with us and check it with somebody else. And you'll find out we'll give you our honest opinion of what we think it's worth and what we sell it for. Uh, what we would buy it for, but you got to realize we want to make it a little bit of money. Right on, yeah. And we, we're not looking to retire on you, but we have to make some money. Well, yeah, for sure. I understand that. Yeah. Wouldn't yeah. it be worth it to get graded? Pardon? Wouldn't it be worth it to get graded? No, it's going to look like... Oh, well, me just looking at it, I've got it in one of them folders. Oh, yeah, it's a gorgeous piece, and it's off-struck, you know? Yeah, yeah. Wait, so how did you come across it again? In my, in my change. I got change. Oh, yeah, so it slipped through all the way into your pocket through the, yeah, through society. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. We've got that'll happen a lot. We have bags of six thousand pennies that came from the bank. Yep. In bags of six thousand. Yeah. And when if you don't open for ten years, and when you open, you'll find errors, clip planchets, offstrucks, and stuff like that in the oh, bags. Oh yeah, I know that one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, interesting. All right, Bill. Thank you so much for your phone call. Okay. Yeah, Bring it in for an no assessment. What it's worth, then, eh? Huh? I have to see it, sir. It's yep. um, it'll depend on. Uh, I'd have to see exactly how it's struck, and yep. but it's an interesting coin. And it's worth a lot more than a penny. Yeah, yeah, for sure, yeah. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Wait, so Bill, stop making pennies? No. 
Yeah, they stopped. Yeah, a couple of years printed ago. Printing. Yeah, 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 they yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. They don't print them. So there's a worth at least a bit more than that now. But in 96, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. But, Bill, I was going to say, that's worth a drive. Go to 10,341 Young Street. Go visit Paul and Bogart and have them look at this thing. Then you can, you guys are sort of in an annex for coin dealers now. You can just walk next door and get another quote and see yeah. how it goes from there. But in a case like that, you guys would be discovering the value of it, right? There's no Beckett where you'd look up and say, no. oh, a 96 off-struck penny nickel. But we have resources there that we can see what other sales, other auction prices of something went for. And we've got – not everything's in the book. And that's, again, like we need people like us. Not everything's in the book. And right. We got, and we sometimes – I'll make – well, the case of that um, writing crop. I'm making up a price as I go along. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for the call. Let's go to Susan in Bob Cajun. Susan, welcome to Consignment Heroes. Hello. Hello. Thank you for taking my call. Our pleasure. I have a set of 10 uh, Russian nesting dolls. Do you know what they are? Yeah. I know. They, you open one big doll and you get to another little doll. It was like the Russian dolls? Exactly, yes. Oh. yes. My wife now, does the same thing at Christmas. Fully, they're not a full doll. The top of them is yeah. uh, painted with a bust of different czars. I imagine that that's what they are, czars, okay? There are uh, seven men, and then the smallest one are three women. They all fit inside one another. They're beautiful, um, all made of wood, <clears throat> and um, <clears throat> excuse me, they uh, have wonderful uh, artwork, portraiture painted on the outside. How old are they? Um, my father, um, I got this when my father passed away and was handed down to me, and uh, they were made in, the whole outfit was made in 1996. I don't know where he bought them, but uh, they're just absolutely gorgeous, and I would imagine that somebody who was born in Russia or, you know, was interested in Russian history because each czar has their name uh, written on the back and the date. So they go from 1917 all the way up to, sorry, 1727 to 1917. But you said they were made in 1996, you believe. Yes, they were made. The whole outfit was made in 1996, but it's a it's a history. You know, it's a history of uh, I guess different czars or or I don't know whether they have prime ministers or what they have over there, but uh, um, it's v- absolutely very beautiful. And I wondered um, if uh, you would be interested at all in seeing it. Some you can send a picture off, but we've had we had one of these on the show and mm-hmm. on um, Storage Wars and. Um, we had fun with it, taking all the little dolls out, but I think we only sold it for about $35. It did oh, not go for a lot okay. of money. Yeah, Daily I lost a couple bottom. of them. Yeah. I, I, see a, I see a price for $299.99, so I'm not sure. Yeah, no, did it sell it? That, that was the that price? Was American price or what, and I don't know where my father bought this. It says star, stars on the bottom. so I'd have to see it, it because they make them in a lot of different things. They make them in uh, peasant ladies, peasant men, little girls, boys, and it's very popular there. The the, the the small doll inside the big one. This you might have a collectible one that they made maybe a thousand sets of or two thousand, and maybe it's not readily distributed over here. I'd have to actually see it, but I know we had them, and it was that's all it sold for. We sold it online. You're listening to Consignment Heroes on Zuma Radio. If you have an item you'd like a free assessment on, it is four one six. 416- 
3600740 that's the number to call 416-360-0740 if you have an item that you'd like paul and bogart to have a closer look at you can email an image of it send that email to sales at torontogoldsilver.com that's sales at torontogoldsilver.com if they want to call you after the show to say I need you to, listen, I just inherited a house full of junk. Can you come and give me an assessment? Estate sales, very big sometimes, a lot of responsibility. What number can they reach you at? 905-737-GOLD or 905-737-4653. And we're, we'd love, like, we'd like to see it when you first get it, before you start throwing stuff in the trash. We want to be there ahead of that time. And we can advise you what stuff to throw in the trash, but we'll also advise you what stuff to keep and has value. And we actually know our stuff. And we can take care of a house that's a hoarder's house that's fully jammed, or if you have a very neat house and you're just moving to a condo and you have to get rid of the furniture and your Royal Dalton collection and the other stuff that just doesn't fit in the new condo, that's where you need us. People worry that they go, wait a second, I'm going to call a couple of television stars from Storage Wars Canada. What are they going to charge me? 50 grand just to show up at the driveway? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That won't work. Reasonable consultations, free consultations. How does it work? For the first hour, we just, we don't charge. And then we'll tell you if it's worth charging or what our fees will be. According to, like if it's a house call and we're doing the selling, then it's a percentage of what actually gets sold. If If you don't use us and we just say, here's what you should do, this, this, and this and you use our advice, then you pay us a small amount. But we tell you in advance, but the first half hour is absolutely free because we don't know and we know that you don't know either. You just said the first hour. Now you went down to half an hour. It must mean 10 minutes. It's a half hour each. Oh, half hour, okay. Ah, I see. Okay. Only one will pay attention for the other 30 minutes. Is that how it goes? Let's go to Lori in Woodbridge. Lori, welcome to Consignment Heroes. You are live on Zoomer Radio. Hi. Um, I have four books. Sports related, and I'm just wondering if there's any, um, if they're worth anything. I have two by Scott Young, okay. and I have two by Foster Hewitt. Mm. Um. And the one uh, of Foster Hewitt has got some old uh, Toronto Star clippings. That Are they got the dust jackets? Yeah. Pardon me? Do they have the dust jackets? Yes, so they Scott do. Young ones will have uh, scrubs on skates or something like that. They were done in the early 60s. Yeah. Same time as your Nancy Drew books, which have value, or your Hardy Boys. Mm-hmm. Um, the Scott Young books sell in the fleet, in the markets for about ten dollars, fifteen dollars, okay. and the Foster Hewitt ones are twenty dollars. And that's um, if you get them if they're signed by Foster. Yeah. It's a big deal, but if they're just the books, ten to fifteen dollars. Ten to fifteen dollars. That's all. Okay. Then thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for your phone call. Let's go to Jean in Toronto. Jean, welcome to Consignment Heroes. Yes, thank you for taking my call. How are you? Fine. How are you? Good, good, good. What do you got? Um, as I said, it's hard for me to describe it, but I'll try my best. Um, there are four, It's like a wagon in the olden days, in the old western. Chuck wagon. Yes, and it has four brass horses, and it has a man on the top, and he has the little whip. When you turn on, there's a little switch. It whips to the horses. Oh, a mechanic. Okay, and a but little light a, inside the... But it's a clock. And it's, in a, it's on top of wood, a wood slab. Is and it a wagon? Would, is it a clock? 
no, and no, I no. would say it's about a foot and a half long. I was going to say, it's a die-cast set, obviously. It's yeah. die-cast, probably made in white metal uh, rather than brass. Um, but those are very brass. popular. Um, between $100 and $150, especially if it's working still. Anything that has a double, um, it's a clock and has moving parts, it's mechanical, people mm-hmm. collect that stuff. Remember the old motion lamps where you put them in the room and all the lights change color? No. No, you don't. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> I, I digress. But the, anything that has two view that has one purpose and has another purpose and does something like mechanical, those are always very collectible. Okay, because it has the four horses, two in the front and two in the back. And, like, it's beautiful, actually. Yeah, probably about 1950s, because that's when the dusters really, I mean, the westerns were. Oh, no, were no, very, it's got to be older than that. Well, I haven't seen it yet, but I know they were from the <laughs> 40s to the 50s. Dusters on TV were the rage. Wait, Jean, you're in Toronto. Whereabouts are you? Uh, we're near Black Creek and Lawrence. Okay. Yep. Well, hop in the car, go to 10,341 Young Street, and get uh, Paul and Bogart to get their eyes on this uh, thing. How close is it? I mean, what's the intersection that's oh, the closest? We're at Young and Crosby. We're right next to the beer store, which comes in handy very a lot for us. How close are you to the Eaton Center? Because I've got to go there next week. Oh, no. oh at Young and Dundas? That's They're right. up at, like, just north of Young and Major Mac. Yeah. Oh, you're up all the way up. Yeah. You know, you're way up. Okay. We're at the fun part of town. <laughs> it's another seven minutes of driving. Yeah. <laughs> but that's typical Torontonian. Oh, what, you're north of Eglinton? Forget it. That's the Arctic. We live downtown. But yeah. when you would see this, it's beautiful. My children don't even want me to part with it. Well, it's just beautiful. Those horses are brass. I'd have to see it. Uh-huh. But like I say, it's something. We also, you can consign it to our stores. We will take stuff on like that on consignment. Uh-huh. And we take all the pictures. We get. We market it for you. And something like that, and we take a percentage of what it's selling for. Uh, mm-hmm. It has to have a certain value for us to do that. But we also take stuff for consignment. And we, okay. like watches, mm-hmm. people bring in. Someone brought us in a tag watch and a Rolex last week. Okay, and, and I'll we tell sell you another them for thing them. that I have, if you have yep. two minutes for me. Sure. I have um, a Bell & Howell um, uh, projector. $25. Sold. Uh, no. No. <laughs> No, no, they were very popular. You can't get movies for them. They're tough. Yeah. And it's brand new. Brand new. Bell and Howell projector? I I take care of my stuff. Oh, okay. And I have a a camera that's Super 8 and um, Regular 8. Yeah. During the early 60s, late 50s, they were all the rage. There's a lot of them out there. There's more of those out there than there are collectors. Okay. And And then I have a video, like um, it's uh, Super 8 film mm-hmm. of Martin Short when he was at the exhibition was he, when he was nothing. Oh, interesting. Uh, That'd so. be interesting. Now, something like that would have a value because it might be the only one around. Not many of those. And Martin Short would probably yeah. want it. Yeah. <laughs> Martin Short, yes. Oh, he's so young because I took my children to the exhibition and he was on stage. Yeah. So, Gene, yeah. I think you should pack up some of this stuff. It's a consignment <laughs> store, so you can you can have them market it, and you can yeah. set your price and see if it's met and have some fun. And who knows, maybe there'll even be a, a weird riding crop that you can go have a look at made yeah. out of an elephant part oh, that's great. bizarre. You guys might have that in the store by that time. Did We're you already hoping. buy it? No, but I think... No, we, we've hoping. expressed interest, uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, Gene, stay on the line, but you you need to go to the store if you want to get a, get their eyes on this. It's at 10,341 Young Street. Let's quickly go to Bob in Mississauga. Bob, I hate to pressure you, but we've got the three-minute warning here. How are you, and what do you got? I've got an Omega Automatic Seamaster with a date on it. It's about 
1952, 1962, was left to me by my uncle. That would be something for the consignment story of bringing in. We have a watch. We have a jeweler watch guy on staff at all times. It cost me a hundred to clean it. Yeah, don't clean it. Don't do anything till we talk to. Till we look at it well, first. The jeweler cleaned it. Oh, it's already been cleaned. Yeah. Got a mechanic that took it in there, and they told me it was a nice watch. Yeah, no, they are, and something like that would be a perfect candidate for like consignment because we say here's the value on it. We can either buy it outright. But most people on watches want to get bigger money on them, and we say, here's the value of this watch. You might have to wait a little bit, bit, bit for it, but if you can sign it, you'll get your price. What about Rolex stainless steel from the first, second world war? An oyster? Yeah, I got yeah. one. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, no, I'm we can. Um, same, I love oysters. Exactly the same Ford thing. All the way through the war. Yeah, watches is something I have a watch guy, and uh, uh, he okay. I go on his advice, but. Drop into the store, and it's something you either put in our uh, auction, or you can consign it to us. No, well, I did six years and four thirty-four missions in a tail gunner. Well, wow! Yeah, Whoa. survived. So I'm here. Story. Do you still have your uniform? <laughs> no, no, that's a long time ago. I, I had his P thirty-eight Walter. Uh, we can't handle guns. No, okay. I know. I'm not. I don't have it anymore. I sold it off because I couldn't handle it. Yeah, I'm gonna have it around with the kids. Huh. Some of the me- we buy, we I never melt metals. I like my military. Okay. Hey, thanks for your call. That was Bob in Mississauga, another person who should go visit you at the store. You guys can have a closer look at these items. The store is located at ten thousand three forty one Young Street. You'll know it'll have it's it's the store that has a picture of both your guys' face on the outside. Yeah. Correct? Yeah. Yeah. We there's a, and you can also get your second opinion from the guy next to us. If it's about route. Stop selling him. I'm Sell not. us. <laughs> but we have an auction. I got my pump our auction. Our auction is on October 29th. People can sign to it. But if you want great deals on coins, gold, and silver, and jewelry. We sold a lot of jewelry yesterday. And it went for only considered weird low prices. But there were some good deals yesterday in the auction. Next one's October 29th. Paul. Kenny and his son Bogart. Your guys' next auction is going to be October 29th. The store location is 10,341 Young Street. If you want to reach them, you can see the phone lines have been, they're exploding. The show's got to go on. we got to, we got to leave you guys. I'm sorry. We've been live here. I we thought we had another go. hour, no? No, just oh. one hour today. Uh, you guys can send an email if you want something assessed. Send the email to sales at torontogoldsilver.com. That's sales at torontogoldsilver.com. If you want to contact them, off air, the number is 905-737-4653. Gentlemen, thank you so much. Bogart, toughen it out, eh? Yeah, I this man came it. in sick, limping. He's still awake. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I don't get his cold. Have a great day, everybody. Thank you. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.